0: This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind the scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brett Cresswell. Joining me today by phone is the Toledo Symphony's music director, Alain Trudel. And here in the studio, we have principal second violin and artistic administrator, Merwin Sue, and the TSO's director of marketing, Vanessa Gardner. Welcome to everyone. Hello. Yeah. You may wonder why I'm playing this brass fanfare. (laughs) Okay, a little timpani in there as well. (laughs) That's because the world-famous Canadian brass are coming to play with the Toledo Symphony. It's happening Friday and Saturday. That's February 18th and 19th, 8 o'clock p.m. both nights at the Toledo Museum of Art Peristyle. You can find more information at 419-246-8000 or, of course, the website at ToledoSymphony.com. So, I'm a little outnumbered here. I've got three Canadians on the show to talk about Canadian brass. Two of you are brass players, Elaine, a world-famous trombonist, and Vanessa, a world-famous horn player. (laughs) Slightly less famous. (laughs) (laughs) And we have Merwin, who only plays string instruments,
1: right? You don't play any brass. I think maybe I might have bronzed my baby violin. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, that that
0: can count, you know, compared to anything that I have to offer. So that's great. That's great. Um, let's start out by, I mean, everybody's heard of the Kitty and Brass, mm-hmm. even people who aren't necessarily classical music fans. I mean, they've released um, almost 140 albums I looked at our database, and I've got 400 different tracks that feature them wow, as awesome. the uh, the soloists or the orchestra. So, you know, we play a lot of Canadian Brass on the radio. People hear it all over the place. And they're coming to Toledo. Elaine, do you want to talk about Canadian Brass?
2: Well, I you know, I can bring, bring people in by the history of the group a little bit.
0: Okay, tell us about them. Uh,
2: I mean, they're the most famous uh, brass group in the world, and they have been for 40 years now. So a lot of people know them. But, you know, we're always uh, a legend in our very little uh, uh, world of classical music. So it's good to talk about uh, what's happening to to everybody at large. So they started off, uh, it's not that they're Canadian. It's just they started from a Canadian orchestra. Uh, They started from the Hamilton Philharmonic uh, in the 70s. And uh, the director then, um, Webster, I, I said, said, you know, you should do a, a brass group with the principals of the orchestra. And it just started like that. And, but they, were at the, they always have this great imagination of doing transcriptions and doing things, and always a, a, a knack for, you know, what people would like and what they like, and they put all together. So, you know, they, they have a great sense of humor. So everything really clicked. And also what helped is that after just a few years after they started right out from the, the Hamilton for the money, they, they went and they played at the Kennedy center and that they had like a big review there and that review in the times and just it started up from there. And the the New York times really said that there's, you know, a main stage attraction. And, uh, I guess all brass lovers, they came at a time where all brass lovers were looking for this, this one band that would do something else. than. uh, and just um papa, I guess. And they, <laughs> come in, they play Takata and Sue by Bach, which they play all the time, and they sound amazing. And then, But they would also play all kinds of music, like from the Beatles, from that. So I think they, a little bit they, they agree with the silent uh, playlist that we have inside of us, you know, that uh, sometimes we like to say, yes, uh, for me it's smaller, which it is, that's so great. But, you know, we always have this little playlist that's going on inside of us, that a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, and they... They just go right on it, and, they, and, and they've and they been around for a long time, and they, they've just Yay! kept getting better and better.
0: I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> but finish oh, your oh, sentence, okay. Elaine.
2: Uh, my sentence th- was, you can do better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Yay! good to know. Um,
2: no, but they, they just keep getting better and better every year.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Uh, well, I want to talk more about Canadian brass, but before we get there, I will note, by the way, that you only knocked out two of my quiz questions in your your expose, but uh, I, I want to get us in the mood, right? So here's our mood setter for this afternoon. This will be easy for you three Canadians. I'm going to give you a slang term in <sighs> Canadese. And, and you have to use it in a sentence, Okay. That should be fun. So, Elaine, let's start with you. Your word is Chesterfield. Use that in a sentence in Canadian manner. You know what a Chesterfield is?
2: Oh, you're, you're breaking up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, who, who wants to take Chesterfield? Okay. Go ahead, Vanessa.
3: When I moved into my new house, I bought two beautiful new armchairs and a lovely blue velvet Chesterfield.
0: Yay, good job. The Chesterfield of course is a sofa or a couch in Canadian slang. Okay, here's one. L- let's try this again, Elaine, okay? Well, actually I'm going to give this okay. one to Merwin. I'm going to uh-huh. give this one to Merwin. Okay, Merwin, your mood setting slang term is hang a Roger.
1: Use that in a sentence, please. I don't think I know this one. I'm going to pass this to Elaine. Hang, hang a Roger. I don't know this one. Can I pass this to mm-hmm. Elaine? Do do you know Elaine?
2: Repeat the question, please.
1: <laughs> Can you use the phrase hang a Roger in a
0: sentence? Oh, wow.
2: Hang a Roger. Oh, yeah. It's when um, it's when you're supposed to win the MVP and somebody else wins it instead of you that doesn't deserve it.
0: <laughs> <You know? laughs>
2: oh, no. That's uh, NFL. <laughs> the, the
0: opposite of hang a Roger is hang a Larry. Does that help? Hang a Larry, hang a Roger. Is that a right-left? Does it have It's right-left. Right-left, yes. That's funny. Okay, Elaine. I've got one. I hope you can get uh, this phrase. Is only one word. That word is a.
2: <laughs> oh can- yeah, that that can replace anything.
0: <laughs> so can you use that in a sentence?
2: Well, uh, well, I I was out in the boat, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
4: that,
3: that, come on, we. Can, you can do better than that. Hey, Actually, okay, no, no.
2: Wait a second. Two completely different se- sentences. Okay, I was out in a boat. Out in the boat.
0: Hey. Out <laughs> in the boat. That
2: means I was out and about. Out on a boat.
0: <laughs> I figured. I was able to ascertain that one
1: myself. Well, there's actually it, it's actually important that you mentioned this because Canadian orchestras actually tune after the concert, so that the <laughs> A is at the end.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to bring up the concert pitch A, one way or the other. A, okay. So, so far, now, I
3: think I'm winning. <laughs> yeah,
0: you are definitely winning. So we we're we're all primed for our Canadian brass quiz. Let me pull up a little music here. This is not the uh, Canadian Brass. This is somebody else doing a little Gilbert and Sullivan here. <clears throat> okay. Canadian Brass formed in what city and what year? Here's a hint. It is in Canada.
3: Are we saying them out loud? Are we uh,
0: yeah, them? we're going to go ahead and just say them out loud.
2: Well, I said it already.
0: <laughs> uh, say it again. Hamilton. Hamilton. Do you remember the year they were formed?
2: Uh, 1971. So I I just would like
3: to do some quick math here. Alen said it a little while ago, the most famous brass quintet, you know, for 40 years. But um, I think it's like 50.
1: They weren't really famous in 1992. They had a lull in 1998. 2005 was a bad vintage. Yeah, totally.
0: Where did they wait? What, what were they originally called? Was it the Canadian Brass All-Stars, the Canadian Brass Ensemble, or the Canadian Brass Maple Leaves? Which are those three, A, B, or C? You can answer right away. All-Stars. All-Stars? <laughs> nope, not the All-Stars. <laughs> Was it Ensemble or Maple Leaves? Got a 50-50 oh, chance.
1: What's that, Elaine?
2: Maple Leaf, maybe? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Ooh, I, I get to do A at the end. How Canadian of me. Yes.
0: Perfect. The Canadian Brass Ensemble. Then the director of the Hamilton Orchestra said, you should drop that. Just be the Canadian Brass. And they were like, okay. And the rest is history, as they say, except for what you say, 72 or 92 and 2007, something like that.
1: That was exhaustively researched. Yeah. So they
0: made their U.S. debut in 1975. Where? And Elaine already said this. but I already said,
2: sorry. Kennedy Center.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll give that to Vanessa. Kennedy Center. They've appeared on many record labels to what do they owe their first recording contract from RCA Records. That's a label they did a lot of work with. And their first album with RCA was precipitated by what? Playing a concert, playing on the radio, or by accident? A, B, or C? What do you say? Jump in there.
3: I'll go with by accident.
0: No, not by accident. Radio or live performance?
1: Let's go with radio.
0: Yes, indeed.
2: It's it's, it's the the record of transcription. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it was heard by a record producer through WQXR, and uh, the next thing you knew, they were recording for RCA. Okay, in 1993, the founding Canadian brass trumpet player, Stuart Lawton, founded a record label. What is it called? Is it Flemish Eye, Opening Day, or Paper Bag Records? Which of those three? Opening Day. Opening Yay! Day. And Elaine is pulled into the lead. <laughs> okay, what is that label best known for? Is it for recording both classical and pop artists? Is it for... Specializing in Canadian performers and compositions, or is it because it only releases albums from the Canadian brass? A, B, or C? <laughs> what is the record label opening it's, day?
2: Brad, it can be A and B because they also do pop. Well, they, that's they, true. But, but they have Canadian artists all the way.
0: Yes. Yay! And Elaine is cementing Yay! his lead. No surprise there. <laughs> okay, which of these is not the title of an album by the Canadian brass? Viva la vida, Bad Romance, or I'll be Bach.
1: Which Can I tried Bad Romance? Ones? Oh no, no! They
0: actually did Bad Romance covering Lady Gaga. Oh,
1: that's awesome!
2: I thought Bad Romance was the second one that you said. Yeah, that
0: was the second one.
2: Okay, so it's the first one that's not
0: funny. The first one, Viva la vida. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that was an album, Viva <laughs> la vida. <laughs> gave it away in 2011. So I'll be Bach. <laughs> That goes to Vanessa.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? It totally sounds like something they would do.
0: Vanessa, if you can if you can get this, you you'll be tied with Elaine. If not, then Elaine wins, okay?
1: That's a lot of pressure. Here's our
0: last question. Which of the following items can be found for sale in the official Canadian Brass online store? In other words, you can buy these through their website all right canadian brass socks canadian brass underwear or the elaine Trudel mouthpiece <laughs> which of those socks. three socks can you find <laughs> yes <Socks. laughs> and elaine actually beat vanessa so okay. elaine is the is the oh, let's call it a
3: draw yeah thank you elaine
0: uh, okay <laughs> a draw canadian,
3: wow this is see that was so canadian of i him. know this
1: is the most canadian episode ever <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and there's more Canada yet to come because I actually <laughs> have some Canadian-centric oh, quizzes. Sorry, well, oh, I looked at my soundboard there for a second. Oh, sorry. I thought you
2: were... <laughs> My daughter came to Don't be Sorry,
0: Papa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that.
0: Yeah, you can put her on the phone and, and we can...
4: Good job, guys. And we can, we can play her back to herself.
0: Uh, I, I want to warn you guys now before we get into any other uh, business here. I, I do have some special sound effects just for this episode. It's a little friend that um, I like to call Trumpy. Okay. It has nothing to do with our former president, by the way. Here, here's an example of Trumpy's artistry. I think
2: okay. I know who recorded that.
0: So that's Trumpy. Here's sad Trumpy. Sounds good, now. Huh? I mean, there's no sad trombone courtesy of a Trudeau, but, you know, (laughs) here's Pop Goes to Trumpy. Yeah, and here's Trumpy's Charge, if you're interested. So, instead of, like, the normal bad buzzer and the cheering cloud, we'll do sad Trumpy. and trump is charged for for a, a correct answer. Now I should have done that before but I forgot. So <laughs>
3: You can go back and edit it in.
0: Yeah, we can we'll we'll put it in later. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So, Vanessa, while you're here, I know you have stories. You you studied with the former horn player, of the Canadian Brass. Let, let's hear some scoop from you about yeah, to, behind I studied, the scenes.
3: I studied with Dave O'Hanion, who was the horn player for Canadian Brass from 1982 to 1998. So basically my entire childhood, quite literally. Um, and uh, around about the time that he retired from Canadian Brass, his wife, Suzanne, won the second bassoon audition at the Boston Symphony. So they relocated to Boston, and um, I was entering my second year at the Boston Conservatory, and Dave came on to the faculty, and I studied with him for um, three-plus years. And um, actually, my senior year, I was looking for a new French horn, and he was like, "Ah, I I have a couple that you could maybe try out. So <clears throat> he gave me his uh, a Yamaha Canadian brass horn that, you know, they, they were gold plated and all that stuff. Fancy. Wow. And I was going to, I was going to purchase that horn. And then I had a house fire and I could no longer afford a gold plated French horn. Wow. <laughs> so, so um, I I ended up uh, buying his other Yamaha, um, which was not gold plated, but a much better horn for me overall. And, and then the. Um, Suzanne's brother, Jeff, became the horn player of Canadian brass, and he'll be here. So it's all kind of in the family. Yeah, so. they're,
0: they're all related. You mentioned Jeff Nelson, who's the, the French hornist. Yeah. His bio calls him a Canadian pig farm raised magician horn that player. True. That is true. Yeah. Accurate. What do you know about that?
3: Uh, I do know that they, they did grow up on, on a pig farm, uh, I want to say in Saskatchewan, but I could get I might not have the right province. Ooh, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, and, you
0: are Canadian after all, right?
3: <laughs> oh come on! I thought I was going to get the charge story. <laughs> um, and actually, both Dave and Jeff were at my senior horn recital, so no pressure wow. to do my senior recital with two Canadian brass horn players. Wow! Nice. Yeah, and they came to the to the after party too.
0: <laughs> well, in addition to Jeff, we've got uh, Caleb. Hudson is the trumpet player. He's the the newest member of Canadian Brass, although you did say that the other trumpet player was, is yeah, a James new member Vaughan as is well. James Vaughn joining for this. Yeah, James Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Achilles Learmakopoulos, the trombonist, who I guess plays occasionally with Pink Martini, which is the band that has Ari Shapiro in it sometimes, and they've played here with the symphony many yeah. times. Yeah, so that's a, a great connection there as well. And of course, the legendary founder Elaine. Uh, do you want to talk about the the tuba player uh, Chuck Dallenbach, who uh, helped found the ensemble back in 1970?
2: Yeah, he was there right from the beginning. It's amazing, and and he's still sounding great. That on the inter- international stage that long, it's not like somebody who plays you know an instrument just like that. Uh, you know, as an amateur, he's been playing top level for all this time. It's so impressive. Yeah. And he's also the the mind behind Canadian Breast, like the business mind as well, and marketing. So he's uh, he's the heart of the group, actually. But uh, what they've done in the last, um, let's say, 15 years, they, they there were a lot of changes in Canadian Breast. Because, you know, uh, Chuck is a phenomenon of nature. But the other people, I mean, at some point, you you retire, right? Yeah. So uh, they they prepared they prepared that very well. Uh, Achilles uh, trombone player, fabulous, amazing trombone player. He's he's only the second trombone player to play in Canadian Brass. Gene was mm-hmm. there for very very long. He was there for decades and decades, and that was a big thing. Uh, sorry, the third trombone player to play in Canadian Brass, uh, Keith played the. Uh, for two years before that. Uh, but uh, Achilles now is, uh, is part of the the heart of the group. Jeff has been, and Jeff is interesting because he's been in and out a few times. Yeah, I and, think he uh, was in
3: and then he played on Broadway for a little while and now he's back.
2: Exactly.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But the thing with Jeff is that everybody wants him. So it's like wherever <laughs> he goes, because he, he has such an incredible attitude. You know, Jeff does uh, this masterclass of uh, playing without fear. Mm hmm. Uh, which, which is that uh, probably how you felt in your recital? <laughs> yeah, no, no fear. <laughs> <But, laughs> What's so? And one big thing they've established, and I was a little bit doubtful when they started that because I, I played with the, the the most of the original members of Canadian Brass back in the day, but when I played with different incarnations of the group over the last twenty some years, as uh, conducting their concerts, as collaborating. And, uh one thing they says that the Trump, there's so many great trumpet players out there but if you want to keep people fresh and add people for a specific project they did something and I, I thought at the beginning it was kind of a yeah it's kind of a shtick. they said they're gonna have a dream team of trumpets and and you know what they 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 succeeded they have about uh, six players that they use and they're amazing and they all are you know, the like Canadian brass is now like like eight people because <laughs> those yeah. trumpet players create. Uh, Brandon was there for a long time. He wrote a lot of music for them. Caleb is one of the most unbelievable instrumentalists that you will ever hear. If 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 anybody wants to check on the internet, uh, Bach like a Partita Bach that he plays by himself in a church, it's it's to die for. It's so beautiful. So it's very exciting. So the group together, they have this. It's mixed of, you know, some, you know, the different generation, different kind of experience, uh, and uh, the always the the one thing that's always a, a constant is, of course, talent, but also the will from all of them to entertain while playing top quality music. And it's not everybody who can do that. Some people can play very well, but don't disturb them while they're trying to play well. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it's a it's a it's work, you know. But for Canadian brass, you have to work so hard that it becomes play. That's that's a big testament mm-hmm. to what they're able to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Trumpy approves absolutely. <laughs> I feel like you know. I feel like naked without this Yay! at the end of one of those conversations. That we've gotten so used to it. Let's do the first part of our O Canada quiz, okay? So you can put on your Canadian hats, and this one, Merwin, can play too because <laughs> you are a Canadian, but you're not a brass player. So I mean, I'm not a brass player either, but I, think I can.
2: He's an Albertan separatist.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, Albertan separatist. Okay, is that a hockey team? <laughs> <laughs> we wish. If, yeah, All right, wish. I do have a hockey question on here. I'm not sure if it's on this one or the next one. Okay, so we'll do it this way. This is the one where I'll I'll read through the six different questions and you write down or remember the answer, A, B, C, okay, of of that you want. And let me pull up some music here. Okay. Got some music going. Can everybody hear me all right? Okay. The the first Tim Hortons opened in what city? Was it London? Was it Hamilton? Or was it Barrie? Okay. Second question, what is Canada's only officially bilingual province? Is it Quebec, Ontario, or New Brunswick? How many time zones does Canada have? Is it six, eight, or ten? A, B, or C. What is the largest country in the world? Is it Russia, China, or Canada? A, B, and C. Who was the youngest person ever to become Canada's Prime Minister? Was it Justin Trudeau? Was it Joe Clark? Or was it Brian Mulroney? And finally, which of the following was not a Canadian invention? Was it peanut butter? The electric wheelchair? Or the cheese slicer? A, B, or C? Okay. Everybody write down your questions.
1: You got them? Or your answers, rather? So, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but on the New Year's episode, I had a resolution to guess less. <laughs> and and this you're is, fulfilling it now. I am not fulfilling that <laughs> resolution, even remotely.
0: Yeah? Wait, to guess less? So you are guessing. I am guessing incredible amounts.
1: Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Well, we'll go back and go over those answers momentarily. But first, let's talk a little bit about some of the music that Canadian Brass is going to bring to the peristyle because I'm looking at the the selections as of last notice, and there's a huge variety of stuff here. I think that, you know, it kind of touches on all different aspects of what they play and what they perform. What do you think, Elaine?
2: Go back a little bit to what I was saying a little earlier is that that, uh – that kind of it's like when when you make a playlist, you know. So they have, uh, you know, they'll play Bach. They 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 play more classical things because that's, that's kind of a signature they do, and they do very well. And they they you know they do their traditional coming in. If you no, know, but if you haven't seen them before, I'm not gonna give the punch away. So uh, you know, when people come to to the concert, they can see uh, how how they start their part of the show because they will do a part of the show. themselves then they will join us or we'll join them and then after that we have a a bunch of selections that goes from from the beatles to blues to classical it's really a very interesting playlist
0: yeah and and the whole idea that their performance is a little bit physical as too as well you know makes it exciting to be in the hall
2: it's demanding for for, to see to, to to see a brass group playing i mean it's very physical so when to be there live and to see I mean it's it, it, don't get me wrong it's kind of it's super entertaining to see them uh, via our tapa streaming app. but now to be live to experience the music to experience the brass music live that hits you like that that's something special
0: yeah absolutely I I should mention Canadian brass are coming to the paris style Friday and Saturday night that's February 18th and 19th 8 o'clock p.m And you can find more information at ToledoSymphony.com or 419-246-8000. Okay, answer to the quiz. You ready? Let me give you the answers here. Pull that up. Okay. The first Tim Hortons opened in Hamilton. That was number B in 1964. Anybody get that? Merwin got it? Okay. Okay. Canada's only officially bilingual province is New Brunswick. That's the only one yeah. that is officially bi- bilingual. Uh, huh. That's hard to say. Officially, bi- <laughs> officially bilingual. Yes, I imagine I'm being bilingual. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't imagine being lingual, let alone <laughs> bilingual. Um, Quebec is officially an all-French province, by the way. Oh. Uh, Ontario, I don't know anything about that. Okay. (laughs) How many time zones does Canada have? Six, eight, or ten? It's 6A. Did anybody get New Brunswick, by the way? Mm -mm. Nobody got that? Okay. So six, eight, or ten time zones. The answer is six. Got
2: that. Yep. One that's half an
1: hour.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Pacific Mountain, Central, Eastern, Atlantic, and... Does anybody know what the last one is? Newfoundland time? Newfoundland time. Yeah. Is that the half hour time? That's the half hour
1: one. Leave let's it to the, the newfies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: let's not get into
0: that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they make great dogs. Crazy canoes. <laughs> and, jo-
3: and jokes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dogs. Yeah. Just the dogs. <laughs> uh,
0: you mean hot dogs or, or dogs? Oh, Newfoundland. <laughs> dogs. Okay. Dogs. Yeah, amazing. I get it. Okay. Uh, the largest country in the world is Russia. Yay, Russia. I A. Like the one. answer was A. Canada is the second largest, actually is the third largest, USA is the fourth largest. So Canada can can go around chanting we're number two, right? Okay. <laughs> Russia is the largest. Anybody get that? I did. Yeah. Everybody got <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, if you speak Russian, you know хорошо. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Хорошо. <laughs> Good.
0: Хорошо. <laughs> okay. Spasibo. All right. Trying to remember what Russian I know, I could almost speak Russian at one time, but that that time has sailed a long time ago. Okay, who was the youngest person to become Canada's prime minister? Was it Justin Trudeau, Joe Clark, or Brian Mulroney? It was actually Joe Clark. He became wow. prime minister one day before his fortieth birthday, which That's made him the state. Yeah. <laughs> It was thirty-nine oh. years and three hundred sixty-four days
1: old jokes about joe clark i think we have officially moved this to the niche like the, the smallest niche <laughs> that we've ever yeah. hit. But joe
0: clark was kind of a one-off he was like like in the middle of of pierre trudeau's vast range from the 60s through the 80s and and in the middle of joe clark won like one term and then he was turned out of office so yeah and, pe- and
2: people were mad at uh, at Trudeau and they said, you know, like, you know, you go into the doghouse for a little one.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had to pull out the bad buzzer for that. Okay. And, and for people who don't know, of course, Pierre Trudeau, father of Justin Trudeau, the current prime minister. Which of the following was not a Canadian invention? Well, it was actually the cheese slicer, which was oh. invented in Norway. So Vanessa got that one. I did. Did anybody get Joe Clark by the way? No. I did not. No? Okay. Well, it looks like uh, Merwin and Elaine are ahead by one as we head into the next quiz. Oh, what happened to our music? Let me pull it back here. <laughs> there we go. All right. Here is our O oh, Canada quiz part two. <laughs> What province was the first to grant voting rights to women? Was it Ontario, Quebec, or Manitoba? When was the loonie introduced into Canadian currency circulation? Was it 1987, 1997, or 2007? How many Canadian teams are in the National Hockey League? Is it 7,
1: 8, or 9? And if you do can... our teams count? Right now, Edmonton and Montreal are not necessarily that close to professional hockey teams. (laughs) Yeah, but they do count. They do count. I I can't hear you, Merlin.
2: (laughs) I have 24 standing cups blocking my (laughs) ears. I'm sorry, what were the
1: numbers again?
0: Uh, Seven, eight, or nine. Okay, what animal is an official emblem of Canada? An official emblem. Is it a moose, the beaver, or the black bear? A, B, C. Which of those is an official emblem of Canada? Now, which of the following is not an official symbol of Canada? Is it the maple tree, the Canadian horse, or the maple leaf? A, B, or C. Not an official symbol of Canada. And finally, when did O Canada become the official national anthem? Was it 1917? Was it 1967? Or was it... 1980. Okay. Let me bring down the music.
1: These feel different. These feel a little bit more like I should know these, uh-huh. and, and I will feel bad when I don't. These are yeah.
3: tri- trickster questions.
1: Yeah, the,
0: all, all these questions came from the Collingwood Museum in Ontario, uh, in Collingwood, Ontario. ontario Ontario. Yeah, but don't tell anybody. because.
1: <laughs> but it doesn't have the same, like, oh, I forgot the cheese slicer was Norwegian feel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Yeah, these These feel a little bit more central to our identity as Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Although I did forget about the cheese slicer. You know, we, we did that before. We did like a whole Invented by Canadians quiz. Ah. And I'm not sure, but I think the cheese slicer may have been on there because it was like a Wisconsin uh, The electric wheelchair
3: was definitely on yeah, there. Yeah, definitely.
0: All right, Elaine, I'm going to turn this back over to you to uh, talk a little bit more about the repertoire because it's not just uh, Canadian brass that are performing. The, the symphony is performing also, and you guys are doing a great piece. You want to tell us about it?
2: Yeah, I'm very excited about it. This is a, a great opportunity for us to play one of the major American works uh, that uh, dates from uh, just before the Canadian Brass was uh, was born, actually, from this, uh, 1970. It's called The River Suite. Actually, it was uh, called initially Seven Dances, but uh, it's, um, it's by Duke Ellington, and it's an orchestra piece by Duke Ellington. It's not uh, arrangement of tunes. Of Duke Ellington for symphony orchestra. It's a real orchestral work, um, and it's based around like the river. You can imagine the different. Um, it goes from uh, you know like the the fall, the whirlpool of it, uh, the rapids. Uh, you really, you really like that idea of the evolution of, of water getting to be from the river to to the sea to the ocean, and uh, all the movements they represent a little bit of that. So we're playing seven movements. And while he was composing it, he, he saw a lot of different things like Lamar, like water music, even Peter Grimes. Uh, but he, it's still Duke Ellington came out exactly as like that, but it's really beautiful music. Very interesting. It's not exactly what you would, um, not exactly what you would think of when you think of Duke Ellington It's the other side of Duke Ellington. And to see an artist that, uh, that lives in both worlds, like orchestral world, jazz world, and is not just a quote-unquote crossover artist, is the thing that goes the best with Canadian brass on our program. Because when they play more jazz or pop, they live that music. It's They don't just do it because you know it's something that the public likes. Of course, it's great that the public likes it. But for them, it's part of their DNA. And Duke Ellington always says, you know, not one kind of music or another kind of music that's good or bad. You know, you, you like some music. Some music is good. Some music I don't like so much. But it's all, it's not just jazz, not just classical. So it goes really well with our program. And uh, for me, it's the first time I do it. I'm not sure. Maybe Ver- Merwin can, can help me out. I do It might be the first time the orchestra does it, but maybe not. It's the uh, first time we've done it, it it's in its
1: entirety. We've done snippets of the of the suite, but we've never done the full suite. So it's exciting mm-hmm. for us. Yeah,
0: that's great. (laughs) It's a major work. Definitely a major work. And, you know, it's right up there with the uh, Harlem Tone Poem of Duke Ellington. A lot of great symphonic jazz that uh, I'm really happy to see the the symphony going in that direction for this concert.
1: Actually, I really love that you mentioned tone poems because even though... um, uh, it's it's funny because Alain um, totally mentioned the the influences that Ellington kind of studied. He studied water music in Le Mer. but I actually, in terms of the structure of it, it reminds me the most of Smetana's The Moldau. Yeah, like this sense of this kind of journey down yeah. the river, and with True. and then like kind of there's dances in and around that, so it's not just a water journey, but there's a, a human element to it as well. Right, and I think that. And I and I, to my under to my understanding, I don't think Ellington actually consulted the Smetana as source material, which kind of makes it all the more exciting that he was able to kind of, you know, evoke this amazing tone poem, even though um, it was not something he was consciously trying to do.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, absolutely, it's a wonderful piece of music, and we look forward to having that. Um, let's wrap up our, our Canada quiz. Let me pull up our music again. <laughs> You're going to be tired of that music by the end of the show. I'll take it over the
3: minute waltz. Over the minute waltz,
0: yeah. (laughs) Okay. I I played that when you were gone. Yeah, I know. I listened. (laughs) We're going to rest that one for a little while. All right. The first province to grant voting rights to women was Manitoba in 1916. That is C. Anybody get that? Not me. No? Yeah, I got it. Oh, Elaine. Elaine in the lead. Okay, when was the loony introduced into Canadian circulation? It was
3: 1987.
0: nineteen eighty seven. Nineteen eighty seven. I remember that. Yeah. So Vanessa
3: and Merwin got it. Did you get it, Elaine? Yeah. I think I actually okay. have a, a loony in my pocket right now. I'm not kidding. <laughs>
0: that sounds like a song. Looney in my pocket.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. Just happy to see us. Okay. <laughs> How many Canadian teams are in the National Hockey League? Seven, eight, or nine? Seven. Vanessa is still looking for her loonie.
4: I am
3: almost positive <laughs> I have a loonie in my pocket. Uh, mm-hmm. Seven.
4: Seven.
0: Seven. Can you name them all?
3: Oh, try it really- Oh, I do have a loonie in my pocket. Wow,
1: there it is. <laughs> Let's see so, what year it is. The <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> Vancouver Canucks, Edmonton Oilers, Calgary Flames, Winnipeg Jets, Toronto Maple Leafs, Ottawa Senators, Montreal Canadiens, and MRA.
0: Yeah! Wow, that's amazing. Yay! It should be. It, it should, should
4: be. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it was the Quebec Nordiques.
1: Yeah,
0: that's one of those inside jokes.
1: Oh no, the there was a team oh in Quebec God, City. <laughs> there was a team in Quebec City, and they moved to to. They're now the team in Colorado, the Colorado Avalanche. It's so
0: kind of it, like the Dodgers, right? Yes, it, it, yeah. it, it,
1: it, And there's the same sort of hard feelings yeah. about
0: that. Yeah. All right. with
1: Wh- all the growing pains,
2: and, and then they moved to Colorado, and they win the cup twice. <laughs> yes.
0: Go figure. All right. Which animal is an official emblem of Canada? It is B, the beaver. B for beaver. An official emblem of Canada. Uh, named in 1975, it's been on the Canadian nickel, on postage stamps, and several coats of arms in Canada.
1: I, okay. drew, I drew a political cartoon in high school uh, with like you know talking beavers <laughs> wow have you,
3: have you seen the, the YouTube video of the beavers doing curling yes oh, <laughs> oh maybe it's actually a groundhog it might not be a beaver but it's very cute yeah
0: very cute. and we're not talking about Justin Bieber right <laughs> definitely or, or Heinrich Ignaz Franz von beaver no okay. only
1: one of those is a great Canadian
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes so the beaver anybody get the beaver Merwin got it Yep. Elaine, got it. Okay. Well, Elaine, you're still ahead by one. All right. Which of the following is not an official symbol of Canada? It was the maple leaf. That's not an official symbol of Canada, even though it's used all the time.
3: time. Blasphemy.
0: Yeah. So the maple tree and the Canadian horse are official symbols of Canada. Did anybody choose the maple leaf? No. Yeah. Yeah. You did, Elaine?
2: Which is an official symbol, right?
0: No, which is not an official symbol. Not,
2: yeah, no, no. I thought it was an official symbol. The maple leaf. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, so did you so choose no. it? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm so confused. Anyway, I'm just scratching that off. You're in the lead, anyway. All right. When did O Canada become the official national anthem? Well, it was written in 1880, but it didn't become an official national anthem until 1980. June 27th, really? 1980, the National Anthem Act. Uh-huh made it the official National Anthem of Canada in 1980. Did anybody get that?
1: No, I mm-hmm. guessed B. Yep.
3: I guess 67.
0: Elaine, you got 1980? Yep. Yep. Okay, well, Elaine is the winner by far.
2: <laughs> he, can I just point out, Boulder, he, by the way. he <laughs> is
3: the only one of us that still actually lives in Canada, so he <laughs> should have won.
1: <laughs> that was the nicer way to go with that. I was going to go, like, well, there's so much of this history that I didn't live. <laughs> <laughs>
3: If anybody's curious, my toonie is from the year 2000. No, it's a, it's a loonie, not a toonie. Yeah. You have to
0: explain what a loony and a toonie are.
3: Well, a loonie is a single dollar coin and a toonie is a $2 coin. Yes.
0: Yeah, Canadian dollars, right?
3: Canadian. Yes. <laughs> I'm 99% positive I have a toonie in my cup holder in the car. <laughs> wow. And I may have a $5 bill too.
0: The Concert with the Canadian Brass is happening this weekend. It's Friday and Saturday, February 18th and 19th at the Toledo Museum of Art Paris style. The concerts are at 8 o'clock p.m. You can find more information at ToledoSymphony.com or their box office phone number is 419-246-8000. This program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony, with generous support from the Rita Barber Kern Foundation. You can download episodes of our program as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org lab. You can also subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Remember to check out all the upcoming events at the Symphony by visiting their website at toledosymphony.com and their various social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find the TSO's streaming platform online at stream.archtoledo.com. My thanks to Alain Trudel, Merwin Sue, and Vanessa Gardner. I'm Brad Cresswell. You've been listening to Toledo Symphony Lab from FM91.